When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. Time thou anticipates my dread exploits. The flight... No? Think you've tuned into the wrong podcast? I'm not so sure whether we should be singing celebration time. Come, Come on! on! Or, and now the end is nigh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll let you sort it out. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good day to you, wherever you are. Well, uh, whatever planet or uh, part of this great earth you're on, celebrating God's great team, Manchester United. This is the Manchester United Red Cars special dispensation being given for us to do just one more. One more, one more, and that's what we're doing. My name's Eddie Nesta. He's the account. His name is Mr. David Collins. How are you? Yeah, and, and oh, well, Mr. Ne- Mr. D- d- Meekin. Phone me is David Meekin. Robert d- oh, Meekin. Oh, 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 sorry, Robert Meekin. See, Robert, are you allowed to? Are you going to do the podcast? No, I can't. Have you seen my message? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Rob. Hold on, hold on, Rob. Hold on, hold on. This is live, ladies and okay. gentlemen. Yeah. I can't I can't do it for at least 15 minutes. So either you carry on and I can join you or carry on without me. I've just got to file a, a new story for the column tomorrow. It's so not about LBG, right, it? right. So we, we are going to carry on and you're going to yeah. join us in 15 minutes. Yeah, I'll, just te- I'll text you when I'm ready. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're waiting for you, okay. mate. Just, just carry on. You're, you're plugged in. Just phone up okay. and we'll answer it. Okay. Yeah? You've got Perfect. 15 from here, yeah? Oh, good. Okay, good. lovely. Good. All right, bye. then. Bye. Okay. Love you, love Cheers, you bye. darling. Love you. Cheers, bye. <laughs> there you go you can't yeah, get any live than that no, on a pre-recorded no. podcast yeah, no but he's gonna leave it in and he don't yeah, take it out of course he is. so here we are you and i were here last week give, give, give me a hand shake my hand i'd you, kiss you i'd kiss you you david i called are it a, are a winner i called it you're a winner yeah i called it i did say that it would be nil nil at half time and i said it would go to extra time do you remember yeah um i was thinking i was just elated and I don't care what anyone says, I'd rather win that trophy any time than finish in the top four. The feeling of winning something. You know that I've been having this argument with the Spurs supporters. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But we're in the Champions League. You're going to be... We'll give you the map. You've you got to win something. Yeah, but you know what the thing is? You can go in the Champions League, but you can get knocked out <laughs> straight no, away. No, no, the point is, what, what, what I've been arguing, my strongest argument to them is even though I would like to be in the top yeah. four, my argument is, in five years' time... Yeah, they're going to say, in 2016, Manchester United equalled uh, Arsenal in becoming uh, the second team to have won the FA Cup 12 times. They're not going to say Tottenham qualified for... Because even that is overshadowed by the fact that Leicester won the Premiership. So nobody's going to remember Tottenham. No, no, I'm I'm really happy that it actually reminded myself about how important it is to win because we're constantly talking about it is. top four, top four, top four. We must finish in the top four. 
And to win that the way we did, homegrown player Lingard scoring a fantastic goal, it just it just reminded me why I love the game and why and what we're in it for. We're in it to win things, aren't we? But, but nineteen ninety, and we didn't talk enough about this. I was picked up by people who listen to the podcast, and I do apologise. You and I didn't talk about the significance of nineteen ninety and how, in many ways, that it really was a catalyst. Kick, kick, kick started yeah, it was a catalyst. I mean, you know, there were uh, people also forget that in that season. Uh, Leading up to that cup final, there were banners flying through uh, Old Trafford saying, Fergie out, enough yep. is enough. When we played Crystal Palace, they were above us in the league. Yeah. We we're about 14th or 15th, yeah. if I remember And that right was it. the catalyst. So I don't know. I had a feeling that we were always going to get to the final against it when it, it was going to be Palace in the draw. And I felt, what, is this going to be the catalyst? You thought that we would definitely beat, uh, what were the, what were the ones that we were not expected to win? That we, we would definitely be West Ham. I, we I, went to West Ham on our faces. Yeah, I mean, I was. You have to say that we put on a performance then against West Ham that no one expected. We kind of, I kind of expected the performance that we gave West Ham in the league game later yeah. on. Yeah. But it, I think it was written in the stars that we'd win win this. Uh, it's a fantastic feeling to win that trophy. Uh, everything that's happened since is just been. Yeah, really I think that we've done taste. well to to start this podcast for yeah. five or six minutes and not mention because it's overshadowed the Absolutely. winning of the FA Cup. Yeah. It's overshadowed England playing uh, in their match against Turkey or whatever. It is singularly the biggest story in sport. It's not a secret, and I'm not proud. No. You know, one of the things that Manchester United have always tried to do, and it's bollocks really, because it's governed by money, and money governs it. So it's governed by it when it comes to mm. Moyes, and it's governed it when it comes to LVG. And and let me not. Say Sound like the hypocrite that I am sounding like at the minute. I have been one saying he's got to go. He's yeah. got to go. Just the style of football. It looked old. It looked uh, boring. It looked predictable. Even though our goalkeeper was one goal away uh, from getting the golden saves, yeah. and we have the best defence in the Premier League after Tottenham got beat five one by Newcastle. So it, that said. It was just not attractive. If you were a sponsor, invigorating, engaging children around the Europe, Thailand, all around the world, that was not Manchester United. Yeah, I think uh, Van Gaal has been playing. They played with the handbrake on constantly. He was a much. It was very, very defensive uh, manager. And the problem is, he couldn't change. He wouldn't. He wouldn't bend. He wouldn't change his philosophy. He wouldn't change for love nor money. And it's caused. Problems with the team. You can see there's all kinds of fallouts coming out now about the, the they'd lost the dressing room or at least part of the dressing yeah, room. Yeah, they, they were on the verge of mutiny. Yeah, on the verge of mutiny. There was massive issues, and on top of that, you've got Mourinho through his agents sending stories left, right, and centre for six months that have just undermined. But I don't, like the whole, I don't like it. No. I don't like and it. I don't like it. It's on, horrible. It's uh, undermining. Yeah, and then on the top of that, we've we're just lifting a trophy. Literally, he's holding a trophy, and the BBC. Who you know they don't just send out stories that they have to be verified because it's part of as you know Ed you can't as you when the BBC you can't send out unverified stories it really isn't what they do and to send that story out immediately it can only have come from two sources it can only have come from Mourinho or as close to him as possible yeah. i.e. his there agent the, or Manchester United. yeah what it did it was a it was a newspaper in Spain called AS and the story came from there. And it was obviously rat, uh, you know, ratified by the, someone who spoke to the BBC and said, yes, it's true. So it wouldn't be surprised if it's come from Reno's agent through Spain up to the, up to yeah, the UK. Can I tell you what I don't like about it? 
I don't, li- I don't like about it. He's a 64-year-old man who was brought here to do a job. They came fourth, qualified for the Champions League in the first year, came fifth, won the FA Cup. I didn't like it. We have been as critical, yeah, scrutinising as anybody on this podcast. But there is a way to do things. Yeah, I think there is, there, they even dropped the ball with the, with the Moy sacking as well. That came out after the Everton game and it is all over the press and it took them like 24 hours to actually physically come out the club and say something. They still haven't said anything yet as, we're, as this is being recorded. Well, we know Van Gaal has been We sacked. know he's gone. Uh, he's, he's left the ground. He was with uh, a league managers association barrister at the club of Obviously, sorting out his deal. I've got things from t- uh, Twitter from uh, uh, journalists that have said that Van Gaal will leave Manchester United with a payoff of four million five hundred and fifty-four thousand plus four hundred thousand pound bonus for winning the FA Cup. Um, also, Ryan Giggs has been offered a downgraded position at the club. Apparently, he left the club red-faced, uh, you know, with anger, and now he's deciding whether he's going to stay or whether he's, he's going go. to go. He's got to go. I the- mean, Robert has been really strong on this. If you do what we think you're going to do, then it puts uh, Giggs in a really difficult position. Yeah, I mean, um, with regard to the, it just the really kind of disgusting backhanded way that it's all come out and the club haven't but oh, for six months the club have said nothing which well, is what, what they're saying. supposed to do if, if no if, if if it wasn't true they would have come out and said mm. you say Eddie Nestor's going to be the next manager of Manchester United <laughs> don't be ridiculous they've not said that yeah. and therefore those rumours have been yeah. allowed to leave people were expecting it to come out today because United are on the stock exchange in the US they were expecting because it has to it has to go through there first before anyone else finds out so it was one o'clock today when the stock exchange opens in New York at 8am in the morning still nothing now and this guy has been sacked and it's still not out there no one knows what they're doing apparently Fjord Mendes is flying in from China for tomorrow morning to, into it's Manchester Tuesday. I've heard it's Tuesday yeah uh, Tuesday morning to discuss this Mourinho deal but it's not discussed it's all done yeah, he's but been I given mean, 4 million just to sit there and do nothing he's yeah. got a treasure chest of apparently 200 million if I was one matter I- I'd be packing my bags because I think yeah. his time is over now my problem Right, my problem, and it, it, it's not new. The great thing about this podcast is that they're all archived. Is that when you look at Chelsea, and he's had two stints there, right? The last player to come through the academy was one John Terry, who was about to retire. It tells you he's rubbish with the kids. He takes big money, plays tactics, tight game, gifted manager. He's a winner. I'm not going to take you know, that away. I'm going to try and be play a bit of devil's advocate as well now. It's Please, Rash- um, Rashford. Um, I, I don't think I'm that worried about that because I think United have got a really good academy and I think at the time there's a lot of teams that don't have them. Chelsea didn't particularly not, have one. They, they did. They, no, but they got 60 players out on loan. Yeah, but They're they obviously didn't, kid, they obviously didn't think they were the, good enough. Well, no, he didn't think he they put, were good he enough. He put Courtois into the team and dropped check. Courtois was 22. He put Raphael Varane he'd into already, the team when he was 22 He'd already years won the Champions Madrid. League against Chelsea. You know what? I, don't, I actually think this is going to work. And the reason I think it's going to work is because we couldn't carry on the way we were going. And also, I think this guy has coveted this job. He's wanted this job, I think, for the majority of his life. He's wanted this job. He didn't want to go back to Chelsea. Apparently, he cried himself to sleep when he was told he didn't get this job. Oh, really? I think that... This will be the making of this man, and I think I think he will. He's going to play Rashford. He's, he's one of, think, yeah, but I think he's going to be. This is going to be a, a good Manchester United manager. I think it is. I think Rashford's got no problems because he's a class player. Martial's got no problems because he's a class player. Forsamenza the same again. Lingard, Lingard possibly, but he's still got lots to prove as well. He's got a fantastic Herrera. goal. 
Herrera. Rojo. Oh, no, Rojo, no. I mean, I think you're going to see... If you also think about the players that Van Gaal was signed... In the actual cup final, the players that actually turned up and played well the kids. was was Wayne Rooney played well. Yes, even Fellaini played well. Mata scored a goal. Uh, Valencia played well. These are all players that were signed before Van Hal came to the club. So, I think the players that he signed have you know not been particularly good. I think Depay's not covering himself in glory again by not getting their you know, losing it and not travelling down with the club went down on his own because he wasn't even in the match day team. I, I do think. He's wanted this, and I'm pretty sure they've discussed with him the kind of things that they expect from him as a manager. I don't think he can't come to United and just say, "Right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play these players." It's going to be short term. What? What about? Possibly. What about? Not possibly. He's not a long term manager. We'll see. You know, we're what not getting to that yet. Let's deal with the other bit. What have you seen? In Jose Mourinho that tells you that he will now uh, conduct himself with class, with humility, and in a way that will make you proud about the way he's behaving in order to represent Manchester United. I agree completely, but I just, I just think this is different for him, this job. And I'd, it's going to be difficult. You know why? Because he's going up against Guardiola. Guardiola must have felt sick the other day when he found out that Elvridge got sacked and he's got to spend at least three years at Manchester with someone that he just does not get on with. I agree with you, and I know there's a lot of misgivings in the club about his the way he acts, and it's not a Manchester United style. Of, well, I don't know what a Manchester. United I don't know style what that means anymore. Anyway, and no. also this thing about United are not a sacking club is a load of bollocks this as well. It's just rubbish. that we we didn't sack one. We had one manager for 26 years. I think in that time, that's the anomaly. That's like say Arsenal aren't a yeah. sacking club. It's just like before that, I think we had seven managers in the same space of time. So that's rubbish. I just think we should give. You've got to give him a chance because I don't oh. know who else we how who else we could have given the job to Giggs was never going to get the job especially because because of the situation we find ourselves in would you put Giggs up against Conte or up against Guardiola up against Klopp it was such a risk and didn't I don't Marino think just get sacked yes absolutely didn't he get sacked months after winning the premiership yeah, I think that, for yeah. losing the dressing room because he and you know he could have backed down I know he yeah. could have backed down. He refused to back yeah. down. And he, what's happened to his ego, do you think? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, this is, a, this is the point. It's like, you know, he's, he's left that club in turmoil, really. Uh, they've had a poor season. Their players haven't covered themselves in glory well, what's either. What's their future? Chelsea, I mean, I don't care, but what, he's not left Chelsea now in a better place, is he? When Chelsea's team was, you know, getting slightly older, um, players were, I don't think they wanted to play for him. I think he also was really angry when uh, Petr Cech was sold. He didn't want that to happen. And I think maybe it all started to sort of unravel from there. It unraveled because he couldn't back down and say I was wrong about the, about the, the doctor. Matter. Yeah, and uh, also and that's still ongoing as well. So we're going to be having to deal with that when he's a Manchester United manager because that's still going through the could possibly still be, could go into an open court where you'll find out exactly what went on there. We still don't know. But I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm nervously optimistic. I am, because he's a winner. He's 66% win ratio in the Premier League. That's higher than Ferguson. You know, he's won a lot in Europe. I mean, yeah, this guy's Ferguson a winner. did it over 26 Yeah, years. but he's a winner, Ed. And this is what we need. We but can't he's a take winner. any more we, we, risks. We, we, hold on a minute. That will mean that we've had three... Short-term managers, however like, you do it. But then, then this is football in 2016. Well, clearly. You don't, you don't get long-term management appoint, uh, appoint, appointments now, excuse me. Not of big clubs. Yeah, anywhere. And even Van Hal, when he came to United, he wanted to be there for two years. But he was persuaded in Portugal at his villa by one of the Glazer brothers and Ed Woodward to take three years. So he reluctantly took it. 
and look what's happened. Um, I don't think the clubs cover themselves in glory the way it's been dealt with. I think there's a lot of issues with our club now. I think Edward would is good at making money. We've said this all along, but he's rubbish at signing players and dealing with the football side of things. Apparently, he's come out today at um, a Dutch newspaper, The Telegraph, uh, says that Ibrahimovic deal to Manchester United is done. Uh, there might there's, can you can you have egos that two big egos like that in one yeah. club? Can yeah. you imagine? Apparently, I, I, came, I came a legend and left the god or something yeah. like that. Was that Apparently not what he's, he's got nothing but praise for Mourinho uh, Ibrahimovic, um, and also also a rumor that he may become some part of the coaching staff at some point at the club, which I find absolutely incredible. But. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Gary Neville alongside Mourinho if there was going to be some some kind of Manchester United uh, influence at the club still. I mean, you've got Nicky Butt. I can't see Giggs staying. Um, he's, he's got his own... Uh, he's got his own... Oh, Robert's back in on the... On the he's back. Yeah, he's, got, he's got his own um, sidekick anyway, hasn't he, Mourinho? But it's he brings be, in a whole yeah. team. Uh, we did the FA Cup quickly, Bob. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, what you predicted quickly? What I predicted with the FA Cup. Yeah. Was it what you predicted? We would win oh, it sorry. in the way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, did, I, I did expect us uh, to win it. I mean, I always, I always thought it was going to be quite a tight old battle with Palace, and it was really, wasn't it? I mean, it was a great, it was a great goal by Lingard to win it for us, but, you know, it took us to extra time and all the rest of it, and it looked like it could go very wrong for us, of course, only yeah, we did about previously. Yeah, we did about five or six minutes of that, and then, and then we've been on the LBG, the biggest sporting story anywhere in the world right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and the worst-kept secret. And, 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 and let me just ask you, Dave and I have been talking about Manchester United style, the way we operate, the class yeah. that we lack, because that isn't the way to treat a, 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 you know, a, a guy who's just no, won you a trophy. I agree with that, because although... I support the decision. The way it was done was pretty shoddy. I mean, the, the timing was really crass. The fact basically became the worst kept secret. It was put. It was put out. It seemed just minutes after we'd won the FA Cup. But then no one at Manchester United were ready to sort of confirm it or step forward. It was a very, very messy, undignified end. Whatever you think of Van Gaal, and he may have driven us mad at times. He certainly deserved more than have to just to go straight into a press conference afterwards to face all the media who'd been tipped off that he was about to be sacked. It was poor. Uh, I say the right decision, but poorly executed. Absolutely. I mean, here, here, really, you know, and uh, I know lots of people listen to the podcast. It'd be really great to hear uh, what you think about it, because, uh, uh, you know, he he is a winner. He did. And it was months and months ago, we talked about giving him an out, right? How do we give him an out? When the FA Cup come fourth, I hoped, but we came Mm -hmm. fifth, you're giving him an out. What might have changed? If we'd come fourth... You get the feeling the outcome would have been the same, Rob, do you? I think so, yeah. Because the, the, the way it was so swift straight after, my, my, my sense is that he was, he was doomed, even to say if it had been a if fourth place in the FA Cup. I think this diving cast some time ago, it seems now. And uh, I say it wasn't very, very well done. But, yeah, it was, didn't look at all professional the way we did it. But I think you're right to say now that the decision, after all our speculation, it seems it was made some time ago. In terms where you came, when you came back, we were just in the middle of quite heated, actually, yeah. and, and, and reversed roles. Maybe it's because we're sitting in opposite places to where we normally sit. Da- right. da- Dave, Dave is being really optimistic, and I, I, I just, I'm fearful of our future. How, how do you view now? And it's one thing talking about the possibility of something, but now 
it's nailed on. How do you view the prospect of Marino coming to our club? I have to say, overall, I'm I'm an optimist about it, and I think it's. Uh, I mean, if, if you look at all the sort of various managers on the planet, you might be able to turn Manchester United round, make them into a Premiership, stroke Champions League winning force again. Mourinho is in that very small bracket of managers. I think you could do that. I, don't, I, I, I appreciate it could be a pact with the devil to a degree. I know there's concerns about A, playing style, B, bringing, up, you know, bringing through the younger players. But overall, I think he brings an absolute swagger, confidence to the team. I think he puts us back at the centre of the footballing planet. And we've been rather adrift of that in recent years. Since Shareholders will love it, won't they? Yeah, I think it's absolute box office as well. And I don't mean that in a flippant way. I mean, it's just fantastic. No, because you've got all the of, rivalries. Yeah, and you've got the tight. I mean, what a fantastic thing for Manchester that you've got the two biggest managers on the planet on either side of the city. These two titans going at it. Yeah, head to head. you say I that, but 20, so 21 miles up the road, uh, there's some scousers going. Scousers going. What are you talking about? We made two finals, and we've got the German. Yeah, well, I think that's another reason why United probably had to move because. I mean, Klopp is, is such an inspiring, innovative figure. I think that we, United needs to respond in kind as well, never mind to City. I think that, yeah, if things are shifting, you look at the, the young Tottenham manager, how exciting he has been. Klopp, I think, is going to make waves again next season. Arsenal, it seems, will be stuck with the elderly Frenchman for some time yet. But yeah, well, Conte. With what's at Li- yeah, with, with what's happening at Liverpool, City, Spurs, I think United had to move. And yeah, I know Mourinho's been around, but he's, 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 not, he's not an old stager at all. And, uh, I think I think it was very much the right move for us. I hope you're right. I hope you're both right. I, I just, you know, with the fact that the ego, he didn't back down in the doctor's crisis. Everybody could yeah. see it. He clearly could. Uh, and you imagine that, you know, Mrs. Marino would have said, look, you know, this isn't great. Lost the dressing room. I just, I just what I hope. OK, let me try to turn it on in terms of being optimistic. Yeah, on. We all have been through experiences as guys where... Actually, you know, you got your dick in your hand and you, you know you should back down and you can't for whatever reason. The pride before the fall. And I'm hoping that from the experience, and it would have been hugely embarrassing for Jose Mourinho to have been sacked by Chelsea, he would be chastened. Like I said, he's, he's desperate for this job. He's covered it for years. He really wants this job. It's the biggest job in the world. I mean, he's had the Real Madrid job. This is up there. And uh, I don't think he's going to mess it up. I don't think he's going to do anything that would could ruin, you know, what you know his legacy, if you want to call it that. I don't think he would do it because you can't get any bigger than what this job is. I think if it, if he's been told you have to do this, you have to play young players, you have to bring them through, he'll do it. If it means he has to be like the the and happy who Manchester United is going to, but if he look Marino in his yeah. face and tell him anything. But listen, I think if, if it's true what they've said that he's written some letter saying he will do yeah. this, he will uphold the history of United. I just think he'll come in, he'll be the special one, but he'll be the happy one again. I can't. I think this is the ultimate job for him and I don't think he's going to do anything to mess it up and I think I think he'll be a success if we can get the players as well it's not getting into the well it started off uh, Bobby by saying how much yeah. I love the fact that we won the FA Cup and doesn't matter if you finish second third or fourth in the league doesn't doesn't mean anything unless you're winning a trophy uh, and I kind of got that love back and I realized it and I think 
I think he, he's going to come in and the only problem is we didn't finish in the Champions League. It might be harder to get the top, top player, but because he's there, we've got a chance. We can get the 22, 23 euros because there's a young squad. I yeah. mean, the, the nucleus of our squad is really, really young. So if you're talking about, like Liverpool, I suppose, building for the future, it's a very different job mm. than Pep Guardiola's got at Man City where he's got ageing players. Yeah, I think we've got a nucleus of a good team. I think you're going to see someone like, unless something drastic happens, I think De Gea will stay now. Uh, yeah, he wasn't going to stay. Yeah, apparently, yeah, with it, I think if, he's going to stay now. I, you know, the young players are going to be fine. Uh, you, like you said, uh, could be a question mark over Juan Mata now. But also, you know, we we got to buy players. We we're desperate for another centre back. I think Chris Smalling didn't cover himself in glory. Stones on is what I'm hearing. Stones, what, 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 Stones what, what, what are you hearing? I've heard what about Varane as well. Yeah, Stone. Stones has been mentioned repeatedly, and you know, Mourinho is a, is a confirmed admirer of Stones, obviously from his Chelsea days. I think he'd be absolutely perfect. I agree with Dave. I think for all the excitement of the um, the young players who have come through, and obviously Martial being the standout player, but lots of others in terms of you know, we look some of our young defenders, obviously Lingard Rashford. and Rashford as well. But I do think if you look, if you're being really honest about it, the spine, the, the whole spine of the United team still needs adjustment from I, I, I would argue we do need another outstanding centre-back certainly centre midfield is screaming out for someone yeah, come to come in there yeah. and I still also say an out and out we need know, a goal scorer top draw striker 20, as well 20, 20 a goal 20 Wouldn't goal it be a wonderful year, to have yeah. Martial alongside someone a more experienced player think of when you know when Cantona was playing alongside the young United lads how well that worked there's I think getting that blend of some real pragmatic experience alongside the really exciting younger players is where we need to go and I think I hope that's where Mourinho will be really savvy. He's not going to... I'm sure, you know, Martial has a great future with United, but at times he was almost carrying the team, let's be honest, this season. So I hope he's going to get the proper backup. Yeah. I mean, we've not done particularly well with our strikers when you think of Falcao. Uh, we've no. Let, we've let Welbeck go. What's happened to the kid? What's that kid's name? Wilson. Wilson. Uh, What's down in Brighton, to? isn't he? He was playing... He was playing... Got to the... Uh, Playoffs, didn't he? So he, I mean, he's on loan. He'll be back. Uh, there's yeah. a few. There's Chicago a few. There's a few players now that um, there's going to be question marks over where they what we do moving forward. But I think we've got to be optimistic because we've sat here on every podcast recently yeah. okay. thinking it's about this. About it's not so. It's a. It's great to win something, but the way we're playing, it's like with a handbrake on. We, we need to change the style of play. To score 49 yeah. goals in a season is not good enough at all if you're looking to win things. And defensively, I still think there's issues. And it's. It's. We play quite defensively, so we're not going to let in that many goals. But you can see every time yeah. when Crystal Palace were attacking us, you felt like there could be a goal at any moment. So there's a lot of work to be done, but we have to be positive. Now, yeah, I think that's a great place, uh, Bobby. You're optimistic, Dave's optimistic. I, I, I'm a little more because of him, because of Marino. Yeah, I understand, I understand that. I do appreciate that, but I, I just think after everything we've been through, I do think it's, it, it, it's, it's the logical way to go. I think there's a very good chance it's going to work for Manchester United in terms of where we want the team to be with the Premiership and, and in Europe. Yeah. And yeah, it comes with you know obvious risks. But I think I, but I think it's a risk definitely worth taking. And, and if he could... if he failed here, Robert, it would be oh. it, it would be the end of him. Wouldn't that's it? what that's, well, well, I don't think his ego Portugal, would allow maybe. it, would it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no. I mean, that's what I'm going to have to hang dancing on to. with the red that devil. He, this is he's he's hating failure more than I am. Yeah. But what 
a magnificent year to look forward to with the rivalry oh, of so Pep Guardiola so uh, and Jose Mourinho. Clop up the road. You've got this new young manager who's going to be expecting to be in the top four uh, automatically, but he doesn't know the history and the voodoo uh, that follows Tottenham around. Arsenal will spend money on outfield players. Southampton do fantastically well at home. If they can improve their away record, you expect Everton with that squad to do an awful lot better uh, than they are. Now, how exciting. Don't forget about little old is, Leicester. It, well, forget about <laughs> Leicester and I'm forgetting about Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to imagine Chelsea, Abramovich won't take kindly to two years well, he's not out of the Champions Un- League, He's is not going to want to see Mourinho at United beating Chelsea. That's the, he's, 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 he won't be able to handle that either. <laughs> well, something to look forward to. Uh, listen, Rob, it's been a pleasure as always doing this podcast with you and Dave. Uh, fingers crossed we stay safe and we can bring uh, more of these types of podcasts next year. If you want to be involved have your say heard uh, then you can follow us on facebook you can follow us on the uh, twitter page as well uh, that's being updated regularly and manchester united are front and center again on and off the pitch we're back where we belong we are the matinee idols because we are manchester united dave take easy mate look Pleasure. after yourself you too uh, bobby Cheers, have a good summer. And you, mate, look after yourself. Take it easy. And from us, until next year, come on, you Come on, Reds. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners, Sports Revolution, on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.